Michigan at the 41. What a hit! Ball's free! On the ground! South Carolina deserves to have it! Clowney just says, I'll take care of business right here. I'll come off the ball and rock you and get it right back for our offense. 22nd and 10 for Fields. Fields to throw it. Pump fake. Sacks. Fires. Touchdown, Garrett Wilson. Now Burrow going to launch downfield for Chase. Who's got it? Touchdown, LSU! Snaps with the This is Menace to Picks. Welcome to the next episode of the Menace to Picks podcast. JG the Joker here with our West Coast capper. Menace to Picks going crazy the last week. 30 and 11, our last 41 picks, plus 400 units if you follow our unit system. What that means, if you are, if you are playing $10 units, you won 4Gs. If you followed our picks last week, if you, if you were playing with $10 units, you won 4Gs. Absolutely incredible streak that we're on right now. We went off in football. We've gone off in soccer. Huge week of football coming up. Uh, last week's college football was crazy. The NFL has been amazing. There's been more overtime games in NFL um, than we've seen any year uh, in recent memories, statistically, that more games have gone to overtime. Our West Coast capper is here with some thoughts. We're actually going to change gears here and start out with a little bit of a different look to start the show today. Patreon.com forward slash minus two picks our packages from $15 to $40 a month. We're going to start here with a little bit of soccer. We, we, we put out soccer picks on a daily basis. Uh, anytime there's big soccer, we got picks for you. And this week is a huge week. Wednesday night, Columbus, Ohio, the United States men's national team against Costa Rica. The USA has been missing some of their uh, so-called key players, our West Coast capper, Somewhat of a, of a soccer expert, actually. We talk a lot of football and basketball, but is going to give us a, um, a couple thoughts on the U.S. men's national team. So first of all, West Coast, how are we feeling out there? How is the weather? How is everything going? It's another beautiful day in America out here on the West Coast. And uh, I have to say that I'm excited about uh, this week in uh, sports and following the U.S. men's national team in soccer. Uh, so... Your thoughts? So they played, you know, they played this little three-game schedule, um, and ultimately they, they play a total of I want to say maybe 15, 14, 15 games. They're they're in a hexagonal. There's eight teams competing for four spots uh, to qualify for the World Cup between the United States, Mexico, Canada, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Jamaica, and Honduras. Those are the eight teams that are competing for three spots. The fourth team goes to a playoff game versus a team with from another continent to qualify for the World Cup. The United States did not qualify for the World Cup in 2018. Maybe the most embarrassing moment in United States soccer history. Are the United States a lock to qualify this time? I would say no. Uh, they, they seem to be very uh, streaky. Uh, they're up and down. They seem to ha- still not be um, 
very solid on any roster or lineup that they want to play. Uh, I know they they want to play those uh, the players that have been playing overseas, the Pelosics and the Deaths and all those guys. I I know those are their main guys. Those guys have been injured, so they're playing some other guys. I'm pretty impressed with the younger players on the United States men's national team, and uh, especially Pepe and, and uh, Poppy. There's some of these other guys are just really doing a great job and. You know, at some point they have to make a decision on who, what their, what their lineup is. Uh, the right back position is a little bit scary for me. It, it seems to be vulnerable almost in every match. Um, so uh, teams are counterattacking in that area on the left side of their offense and our right side of our defense. So, you know, I have some question marks on whether they're going to come out of this thing again. It's just, just so, so, so shaky. So. So, so you got to you got to finish in the top 3 to qualify. If you're in fourth right. place, you play in a playoff game versus a team from another continent. Um I'll tell you right now, there is one team that I guarantee you will make it is Mexico. They're so good at home. They don't give points away at home. Um and they're simply they have dominance over I'm not even sure they're the best team in CONCACAF, but they have dominance over some of these other Central American nations. They don't lose to El Salvador or Honduras. Yeah. These are teams that that they handle. Um, so Mexico is going to be safe. Canada is maybe the most improved team in the world. Canada has the best player in North America. Um, he plays yeah, plays on the on the wing, or he'll even play left back for Bayern Munich, and um, he's unreal. Davies, he is he's the best player in North America. So so they're improved. Those two teams, and and I mean the whole country of Canada w- would just be thrilled for the for those guys to be back in the World Cup. There, so and the United States, those would be the three teams that are favorite. There's three teams that are not getting in, and Jamaica, El Salvador, and Honduras. Honduras has a tradition, but they their roster is extremely de- depleted. El Salvador does not have the resources or talent to do it, and J- Jamaica, the reggae boys, will compete hard, but. They're not a contender for the World Cup. So that leaves the United States, Canada, uh, Mexico, and then Costa Rica and Panama. The United States lost to Panama the other night. And they got Costa Rica at home. They've had success, and the United States has always been dangerous when they play in Columbus, Ohio. Are they going to beat Costa Rica and get all three points? They'll beat Costa Rica in this game, but uh, United States away when they play on other people's turf. They struggle at times, and uh, and and that's where Mexico does not struggle. They, you know, they win those games, and they win at home always. But the Panama game, you just can't give that one up, you know. And uh, and, and so I'm still undecided. Uh, did whether they punt? Or not did they punt on that game though? Did, did they go down there and just say, you know, we're not going to get anybody hurt? We, uh, you know, no, we get a point, we get a point, or were they actually trying to? to I disagree. Do I. Th- I, I think they're, they're, you know, they're trying to win that game, and but they have every. That's the whole point. Everybody is hurt, and right, so, that, so yeah, McKinney yeah. didn't go. Yeah. Um, right. so so when when Pulisic gets back, you know, is is he a guy? Are we going to bank all of our U.S. dollars on um, on Christian Pulisic being the hero of American soccer, or you know, are there other guys we need to invest in as well? Other guys, you know, I, I think the days are over where we think Pulisic's always going to be available to the national team. And if he's, you know, he, he's, he seems to be injured 
for more than half of the year every year now, the last three years or four years. So it's it's really become complex. And Mexico's, to... Mexico's run into that, you know, with Chicharito yeah. and some of these yeah. other big names. They've kind of said, you know what, we're going to use other guys. Right. And uh, uh, I think that's smart. You know, at some point, you know, I think some of these young players on the United States national team uh, are really playing well and they need, they need to play. Um, and uh, they, they've actually put on a better show than maybe some of the veteran players uh, that we were uh, thinking that are still very young, but they, they seem to be in and out of the lineup. That never helps. And some of our guys. some of our subscribers, you know, are, are are big soccer people. Others are new to soccer. Others still aren't, aren't on board with soccer. But if you're new to following the U.S. men's national team, you're seeing a golden age of talent. The United yep. States has never had the amount of talent perform- that's participating in Champions League. Champions League is the top level in, in Europe. You know, they they all play in their domestic their countries, but the best teams from each country compete in a massive yearly tournament called Champions League. And uh, we, we have our Champions League plays every time that they're available. But when you look at Christian Pulisic starting for Chelsea, Weston McKinney starting center mid for Juventus, historically one of the best teams on the planet, Serginio Des starting right back for Barcelona, Zach Steffen, who splits time at keeper for Man City, arguably the best team in the world right now. Um, you're, you look at Tyler Adams, who plays for, for Leipzig, plays the whole game as a key player for them. Um, Brendan Aronson, who is with, um, Salzburg Red Bull. They just have, we have so much talent. We have, um, Timothy Weah coming back, getting healthy is his father's the best player in the history of, of Africa. Um, he's actually the president, his father's the president of the country of Liberia. And, um, George Weah is probably the best African player ever. Um, so we have a, an abundance of, of talent right now. Is it going to pan out with, uh, our West Coast capper says we still have a lot to prove about getting to the World Cup. Say we do get to the World Cup, is it a team that if that happened, could they make could they make a move? I think uh, I have them in the top uh, sixteen in the world um, as far as talent wise and where they're headed. I, I think they'll be in the top sixteen in the world, maybe even uh, eke into the uh, top ten. And because we have a, a number of players that I think are in the top 50 of the world, I don't know that we have a player that's in the top 15 of the world. I thought Pelosic was going to be there. And uh, I, in my mind, he's kind of dropped off in, in, in that uh, ranking. So uh, just because of injury, though. So if he ever got healthy and he could play at the level he was playing for a while, then I, I would say yes. But I, I still don't think we have any top 20 uh, world-class players. I think we're in the, we got some guys in the top 50 now, though, and we have a bunch of them. So that's going to add up. That's going to add up to some success. And if you do watch international soccer, you know that the United States is not the only country that struggles with this. There are plenty of teams out there that historically have had an abundance of talent and haven't been able to put together the chemistry with the coach, the culture, and what they want to do. Um, we we're really hoping that the United States can do that. Do you see that? Is that something that they're going to do? If, if, if you're going to make make a future right now, are they a team that could get to get to the group stage or get out of the group stage and qualify for the knockout round of the World Cup in 2022? I think they are, and and I I still think they have a problem uh, in defense. They're, you know, they um, in especially on their on the one area of their defense, um, they seem to get a little stretched out 
on the right hand side there and a little lost there but also also it's it's going to it's it's all going to be based on whether or not our strikers can compete uh, at the international level in a world class game and be able to score you know and that's always what it comes down to we you know we we get to the, the we play the top level teams and we just flat out can't score against the top level teams so you know, we had all we built all these midfielders for so many years in this country with all these training programs and everything else, and we have a whole whole country of midfielders. So finally, we have some world class strikers. Let's hope they can score at that level. I think we do. We will be there though. Not this World Cup, but the next one. Look out! The next one, twenty twenty six, is here in the United States. Um, Look out! So the United the United States could be really good here coming on, um, and and follow our soccer picks because they're a key. I know that you you play football and you and you bet the football games, but our soccer picks in those in the morning on Saturdays, Sundays, even during the week, they're going to set you up for success. That even if you you slow down with your football game has a bad beat, well, you're already up because our soccer picks that's one of our best sports. It's it's a sport that can be a little easier to hit if you uh, if you're paying close attention and you, and you got the the connections that you need. Talking college football here. Uh, we've talked about the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes are off this week. We've been giving them away weekly for them to cover right now. Since that Tulsa game, they've basically covered everything and just have been crushing competition. Um, are the Buckeyes back and ready for a stretch run where they're going to get back to the Big Ten Championship again? Yes, they're they're back and they're they're ready for that stretch run. I agree with you, and uh, I I think that uh, they're they're going to be in the top four and uh, be in the playoffs by the end. But, boy, do they have some great games coming up that people are going to be really interested in. I think that um, the Buckeyes this whole year, it, their their schedule started out, it was a little tougher than people realized. And then, you know, they've had some injuries. They've had some different things going on. From what I've seen is the coaches are doing what they can to prep to play their best ball when they need to. Um, they've covered – I think seven in a row in the month of October between this year, last year, and I think the year before last year, that tells, that tells you that Ryan day likes to get his teams ready. And urban Meyer was the same way, just dominant in October, November. Um, They're ready to turn it on. They come back with Indiana on the road, which is not going to be an easy game, uh, particularly with Ohio state coming off a bye, and then Penn state on the horizon, Ohio state, too much talent. They're not going to lose Indiana. They haven't lost Indiana in over 40 years. Penn State, I think Ohio State's fortunate uh, in my right West Coast to, to have that game at home. Uh, very fortunate. Uh, I, I would have been very concerned had that game uh, been away, but since it's at the uh, at uh, Ohio State, then uh, I think the horseshoe will be ready to go. Uh, Michigan State as well. I think they're they're unproven. I think they've they they've looked good right now, but they've had a very fortunate schedule. Again, I'm happy that game's in Columbus uh, before you have to go up to the big house. And there's people that are saying that this could be Michigan's year, that they actually make some noise. It seems like they say that a lot, and they've not proven it in the big game yet. Is Michigan going to at least put up a fight this year? Because for the last three, four years, they've absolutely been getting destroyed and taken out back and beaten up by the Ohio State Buckeyes. Well, I, I you know, I said originally when, when I saw them early, very early on in the season that I thought Michigan – was this is the best Michigan team I've seen for quite some time. They're very explosive, and they can they can put points on the board, and they're not just relying completely on their defense. And uh, but I will say that Ohio State, 
has uh, made a conversion in their defense, and they, they've really adjusted with making some adjustments with their coaching staff and uh, giving up less points, and that's, that's going to be another great game. The, the Big Ten this year, holy smokes, it's just just so much fun. And, you know, and, and, you're, and your background being, um, yeah. you know, a, a college athlete and, and, you know, a longtime coach, you – have seen teams that just have the ability to say, all right, the lights are on. It's time to go. That's right. Does um, Michigan have that mode or has Ohio state proven spot? You're not going to embarrass me on TV. Uh, I think Ohio state uh, still has, has that, uh, that shine. Um, they, they look to be prepared um, more for each game, as you indicated earlier in this conversation, uh, for each game, they look really like they're really prepped for each game, and that's always a, a cue for me. But also, the, the the caveat is Michigan this year has not had this early slip up that they've always had in the past, where you go, what, what, how did Michigan lose that game? And uh, so that that's not happening right now this year. So even against you know a, a, an average schedule compared to Ohio State's, uh, they they seem to be rolling. Yeah, I thought they got a nice. I thought that was a nice win. We gave them, we gave them away to to, uh, or we gave Nebraska to cover and a little Nebraska money line. So we pushed on the plays. Nebraska did cover in the game. Yeah. Michigan has now only covered one of the last eight against the Big Ten. Um, so we'll 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 see what happens with them. I'm not sure. I'm a, I'm a believer. I still I still think the Buckeyes. You got to If you're gonna dethrone them in the Big Ten, somebody's gonna have to prove that to me. I got to see it with my own eyes. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see it happening. I saw an Iowa team that that was lucky to beat Penn State. Penn State's quarterback got hurt in Iowa. I think any other situation, Penn State wins that game. Iowa's not going to beat Ohio State on the national stage in, in Indianapolis if that game's played. That will not happen. Ohio State is too talented for that to happen on turf. Uh, even though these teams have showed up and played a good first half in the Big Ten championship game, you see it, Ohio State gets in the locker room, they come back out, they're like, all right, it's time to go to the playoff. So, um, so it's gonna, like you said, it's gonna be uh, thrilling to watch here down the stretch. Football slate not great this weekend. Alabama uh, has another road game coming off a loss. They're seventeen point favorite at Mississippi State. They lost straight up as a two touchdown favorite to Texas A and M. Does Bama turn around and cover, or is Bama maybe not as good as we thought Bama was? Uh. Bama is not as good as everyone thought they were, and we're hearing that a lot on the on all the different media. And uh, uh, some of some of the people that I've talked to are, are saying that Bama is going to come out of the shoot really hard, so take the first half in the in the uh, in the Bama in the Bama game. Yeah, Bama has been awesome in the first half spreads. Um, now they were down two touchdowns at halftime, so that was new. But yeah. They've been incredible. They've been the best team in the country. Um, obviously in all areas, but they've been the best team in the country at covering first half spreads for about the last, you know, 15 games. So, um, yeah, Bama in the first half looks good. I don't know if they're going to cover, though. Um, like I said, if if, if uh, Mississippi State can put a couple points up, there there were some chinks in the yeah. armor with Bama, and they, they did some things yep. that were surprising, like give up a kickoff return touchdown. I mean, you don't see that from Bama ever. Um, so what, there were some. What do you have that, that game? What do you have it right now as as for the uh, 
I have it at minus 17 out here on the West Coast. What, what do you have it? That's what, what, we, that's what I'm having, two touchdowns and a field goal, which is a okay. really common – that's a really common spread. Okay. I'm thinking first half. First half Bama? Yes. Yes. I could, I could see it. Uh, I don't know if I'll play it, but um, I, I definitely could see it. Um, looking at uh, the other games of the weekend that, that are big games, we have – a uh, Big 12 game between Texas as a five-and-a-half-point favorite against Oklahoma State. Do we care about this game, or is this just a pass? Texas somehow blew a 21-point lead to Oklahoma and lost on the last play of the game. Does Texas cover five-and-a-half or just pass against Oklahoma State, who's currently undefeated? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm liking Texas in that game, and I think Texas has a lot of momentum right now. This is the most excited about Texas football that – some people have been for a while, so they, they got a little so even, momentum. So even though they lost in a brutal yep. fashion, you think they're going to recover? Yeah, I think they'll recover. Yep, yeah, I do. I think that's a that's that's one of those games you're, you're saying, hey, uh, I, I'm I'm going to go after that one just because I believe in in the fact that they're they're had it going right before the the uh, the debacle. Georgia is the clear-cut number one team in the nation. No question it's asked right now from what they've proven on the field. Kentucky's playing great. They're undefeated. They're going on the road to Georgia, and they are a 24-point dog. Is this Vegas telling you again that Georgia's going to crush because they crushed Arkansas, they crushed um, Auburn, and now they're a 24-point favorite versus an undefeated Kentucky? Is Georgia just going to not let Kentucky score any points? Yeah. <laughs> It's it is hard to score on Georgia, and I you know how I hate these games like this where it's it's like damn. That's you know, why we're, it's not it's not been a great weekend to look at. You know these games yeah. are not. That these are the, this is the one, and uh, and again talking to some people, they they said you have to go with Kentucky because you know they're undefeated. You got to take those points and roll with it. But you know it's so hard to score. I don't Georgia know if they're going to score. They they yeah, might lose thirty to I nothing. I don't know if they're going to score. That's right. So. The thing about Again, not scoring is is once you get down, the field goals are out the window. So if you yeah. if you're down twenty one nothing, you're not attempting a field goal. So that's how you end up with zero, because now yeah. you're in four down territory and you're not good enough to score on Georgia at all. Yeah, I, I mean if it was a, if it was a basketball game, I think I'd bet it today. Take the points for Kentucky, but uh, right. it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I think not Kentucky a basketball could score. Game. Kentucky could score more than 21. Right. So, uh, so here we go. The, the the college slate does not look that strong. Those are, I guess, those are the three big there's a game, games there's of the a, weekend. There's a, game we should, there's a game we should look at, actually, and that's Michigan State minus four and a half at Indiana. Oh, I'm, on, Indi- I'm on Indiana in the game, possibly yeah. money line, uh, 100%. I, I, I think that, you know, Indiana's not – they're not very good this year, but – Michigan State, I, I don't know how great they are either. They beat Rutgers. Rutgers is horrible. Um, we, we were on Rutgers early because we, we like some things about them, and, and we've played them really well. We, we've given away Rutgers on some easy money, but but we had no no confidence in Rutgers as this, series, as this season goes on. I'm on Indiana here at home. Glad you brought that up with the points and even money line. How, how are you feeling? Michigan State. I'm, I'm, I'm going the opposite. I'm taking uh, – uh, Michigan State will will cover the four. It's four and a half. Um, the what I have out here, 
and uh, I'm I'm taking Michigan State to to cover that four and a half. All right, we can do a uh, you know chicken wings, <laughs> chicken wings uh, right, yeah. friendly chicken wager wings here on Indiana. Yeah. I think Michigan State's undefeated streak is OV officially. So let's talk Steelers to get back with a big win. They look pretty good against um, Teddy Bridgewater, certified cover boy. Uh, with the win over the Broncos, are the Steelers going to turn around and cover again against the Seattle Seahawks, who did not have Russell Wilson? I looked at this spread and I thought, what would the spread be if Russell was playing? The Seahawks would definitely be favored in the game. Instead, they're a four and a half to five and a half point underdog. Steelers minus five. Where are you at on that? That's it's confusing because the Pittsburgh Steelers are up and down. Uh, this year, but I think you have to take the, the Steelers because you, you can't replace uh, Russell Wilson. You, you just can't do it. So no, it's going to be a huge game. That's going to be a huge uh, difference in that game. Of I course, know Tomlin, I know Tomlin's your boy. Yeah. The Steelers cannot lose to the Seahawks without Russell Wilson. No, not so in he, Pittsburgh. He's, They've already lost one of my, this year. One of my favorite NFL coaches, actually, Tomlin. I, 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 I like his style. The Browns keep playing in these in these pick'em games. So yeah, for me, I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers in the game. But somebody's betting, um, somebody's betting Seattle. I mean, they're yeah. not a ten point underdog. They're only a five point underdog. Right. So some people are thinking, you know, just because the Steelers beat the Broncos and we don't and Seahawks don't have Russell Wilson, whatever. You know, so uh, I I would be careful. Um, yeah, that's if the a line. If the line was more like seven or eight, I might be more inclined to take Pittsburgh. But the fact mm-hmm. that the line's only four and a half, five, I don't know. It just seems goofy. Yeah, yeah, it does a bit. Especially it's at Pittsburgh. It's it is a little goofy. So as, those are the ones, the goofy ones, as we say, are the ones that maybe, maybe just what the heck is going on? That's when you put the fish emoji next to it on <laughs> on Twitter. It's fishy. It's fishy. <laughs> um, Cincinnati Bengals going on the road to play against um, the Detroit Lions, who give it their all every game. Yeah, they are the, the credit the Lions kids. coach. Credit, credit the Lions coach. He is coaching his ass off. Um, and now they got to play a pretty good Bengals team with Jamar Chase. Bengals minus three and a half. They're not a huge favorite. They're not a seven point favorite. Uh, is this a game Detroit can Detroit win? Yeah, well, I say every week it looks like they might win. So it's like, yeah, I, I think Detroit can win almost every game. It's I know that sounds crazy, but uh, man, do I I I really love the the. Uh, so they're covering. They were the a ten coach. point. They were a ten point dog at Minnesota. But, yeah, the coach man is just his his heart and soul is in it, man. It's you can tell it's killing him, and uh, so I, I I gotta love that man. I, and I don't I don't know. I I want to stay away from that game. We've covered bit. with the bang, the Bengals a lot, but let me tell you what Cincinnati doesn't do is blow people out. No, uh, I don't. I don't think bad. they're. I don't think they're well enough coached to blow people out. Um, you know that. So they've covered, but we've taken them as dogs. You know, we but they're committed them- to the running game, man. You know, the Bengals for the first time in a long time is committed to some running game that that also eats clock and keeps games a little closer anyway. But uh, you know, so that that you know the line makes sense to me. Bengals, are they going to have another game-winning field goal attempt in this game? Probably. Yeah, and it'll be a three-point game, and whoever took the uh, whoever took the points will be screaming at the television. 
<laughs> Bengals got to win. If Zach Taylor is going to continue his momentum, you can't lose the Detroit Lions. Um, you, you just can't. You know, the Bengals have had a fortunate schedule compared to the um, to the Browns. I don't know what I'm going to do on either of those games yet. Sorry, uh, I, I'm non-committal, And when I'm non-committal, yeah. what I've found out is it never works when you start trying to force it. So be yeah. extra careful uh, with, with this weekend. Um, last weekend we had plenty of stuff to fire and we fired away, <laughs> but take the money, take the money line on the Baltimore game. Just, just, uh, against the chargers. I would just, I would go money line for the, for Baltimore, not the, not the points. They're going to beat the chargers. That was the next game we were going to talk about Yeah, yeah. Um, that, you know, Baltimore comes back. Lamar Jackson throws for 350 yards in the second half. He looked um, incredible. He's incredible. He's great. He's, like, he's American. Like, just, guy just looks like he's having so much fun too. Like everyone else makes this game so difficult. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a little kid at you know Pop Warner football or something. Yeah, just balling. You'd love <laughs> to see it. Um, so yeah, the Chargers are pretty good. They came back to beat the Browns, but now they got to go across the country to play against the Baltimore Ravens team. So you're on Baltimore. Yeah, with the money line, not the points. Okay. Would you par? Would you would you parlay uh, the Bengals money line with Baltimore or no pass? No pass on the parlay on, on the. I, I'm passing on the Bengals game because I I really think Detroit is is right there. It, it's like teams I've seen so many times in my life where they're right there, and I, I don't know why they can't get over the hump. And and what makes it concerning is sometimes though when it's like that there eventually comes a week where you get there and you get scored on first and you think we've we put too much heart into we it we can't do this yeah we can't do this you know what it's I mean so, so true <laughs> that game is gonna happen soon when Detroit just gets their doors blown off um, and, then, I, and you yeah. don't know when it's gonna be that's the yeah. problem with you know when you're trying to you know bet your hard earned money on it just yeah. trying to predict when that's gonna happen. Um, the Browns have had an amazing schedule. They keep playing these pick 'em games. They've got some big wins. They've had a big loss here. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield played better. I don't know how they let that Chargers game slip away. The Chargers is kind of like that. The Baltimore game. The Chargers kind of took it. Justin Herbert is the man. He's the most underrated player in the NFL. The Chargers quarterback. Maybe they um, had to make too many decisions on if they had to target Odell Beckham or not. So we had a lot of response early in the season to to your comments about the Cleveland Browns' chemistry and particularly about Odell Beckham. And here we go. You said, what's going to happen when the Browns start to lose? Everybody's culture is great when you're winning. What's going to happen when when they lose a game and Odell doesn't get targets? And then then now now they're saying – uh, some media outlets are saying that they might be looking at a trade for Odell. Now, why would that be? Because, you know, they, they got it with these guys that need a lot of attention. And, uh, you know, what do you do with them? Well, you, you get rid of them. He's like, not so, one of the best players on Cleveland. No. So, you know, he's he's coming off of a you know, major injury. You know, major and, injury. And I'm going to say some names. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, oh, Miles, Garrett, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. These are the key players for the Browns. It's not yep. Odell Beckham. And, it, you know, he's just – if he's not getting targeted, I was that was my first concern is, you know, they bring that guy back after another. Uh, and, he, you know, he was a tremendously talented player. And, you know, and, 
in his in his early in his career, but then all the other stuff happens. So Here, I, here's I, the thing. I don't I don't know if you watched the the Browns game. He dropped a first down pass on a on a, a fourth down pass that would have been a first down on a crossing route. Yeah. On fourth down, change of possession. He dropped a crossing route that he was hit in stride. A simple catch. Yeah. I was shocked. Um, you know, Mike, Mike, Michael Thomas. Um, I mean, who are we talking about? Devonte Adams. These right. guys don't drop that pass. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, I, I want him to do well, Odell, but I, I just, I always worry about culture and chemistry of teams that everything is going well. And then you're going to put a, uh, a, a mainline guy in there that's going to want some attention and messes up the chemistry. He wants the ball more than it's like a basketball team. You know, you know this guy he, he wants the ball in his hands. So it's I'm, I'm in fan mode this weekend when I look at these spreads. They're playing the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Um, they're minus two and a, the the Browns are minus two and a half. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I I, uh, I think I think Cleveland's going to win that game at home. And uh, I think they'll cover that, uh, even though I know Arizona's undefeated and they're having the year of – but, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that have fallen into place for the Arizona Cardinals for uh, them to be undefeated right now. My my Here's my one factor I would throw at you because my gut tells me that Cleveland's going to win that home game too. Um, you got Kyler Murray, and he can see Miles Garrett and he can get away from him. He's, yeah. one, of, he's one of the quarterbacks in the NFL that can see Miles <laughs> – and scramble and, and, and get away. Yeah. Um, he's Fran you know, Tarkenton. <laughs> he's incredible to watch. There's yeah. some major young quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Uh, it's he's really good. Is, he's easy to root for too. That guy. Yeah, agree. He they, they, so this is another Lamar Jackson. Lamar right Jackson, easy to root for. Man, holy love smoke, Lamar. I love Lamar. Goodness gracious! I mean, how could you not root for that guy when you watch him in press conferences? The Buffalo Bills, uh, are they the best team in the NFL right now? Uh, they're right up there in the top tier. I mean, they're right there. And are you know, the Chiefs, I, I, the, are the old Super Bowl adage, when you lose the Super Bowl, you don't make the playoffs the next year. Yes, I, I know. I, uh, uh, the Chiefs, everyone's talking about their defense. So they, people aren't sure that they can fix that. And then um, just personnel-wise – and then you know I have to be I, I'm I'm going to be self critical here I I dogged Green Bay at the start and how much all that nonsense with uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, created before the season man they they look like the world beaters right now so I'll, t- I'll tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl this year the same team that won it last year wow okay the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl again. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, that's, you know, that's not a hard, that's not a, <laughs> that's not a tough one, but I put them at the top tier. I, you know, I, I go tiers. I kind of watch some of these other outlets sometimes and they kind of put them in tiers. Who has a chance to win it? It's, it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo, Tampa Buffalo, Bay. It's Buffalo versus Tampa and Tampa's win. Tampa, Tampa Bay has a chance. Green Bay still has a chance. And, um, you know, I do not give, uh, I am, I'm not prepared to give Arizona a chance uh, yet. Uh, Dallas has a chance. So those those four teams, I believe, and Baltimore now is creeping their way in. When I gave them no chance at the start with all those injuries, I, I went, how, how are you know how are these guys winning? How about and the Browns? The Browns? 
I don't know. Right, right when I think they're they're getting going, they seem to stumble. You know, but I, mean, I, I think they're they close. I think the they're in that they're in that second tier. They're are they in that better second. than the Bengals? I think so. Yes, absolutely. What 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 about this? What if the Bengals had Miles Garrett? Well, yeah, if the Bengals if if the Bengals had a little bit more uh, pass rush, you know, uh, that that would be that would be helpful. I think the Bengals offensive line is coming around. It's all about the lines and the and the uh, NFL offensive and defense. That's what Belichick used to be so good at, and that's what's failing him now. <laughs> I mean, NFL is crazy right now. I'm looking at this as slate of college and NFL games. I'm telling you, the books are going to kill it. Be careful what you do. Find something else to do. Go take a hayride. Yeah, go for a, go for a hike in the mountains like we do out here. <laughs> it's it's going to be a bloodbath. If you nothing, try picking nothing what's going on up there. in all these games, if you try picking what's going to happen in all these games, uh, both Saturday and Sunday, you're going to be out of money. I'm telling you right now, it's my that's a, that's my real hot take. Here's a good one to take: Las Vegas. What do they got? At at Denver. Vegas at Denver. What's going to happen with all that mess? Vegas at Denver. Interesting game. <laughs> What's going to happen with that mess now that that's all gone down? I, I, I usually I start the week by by looking at the big games that I think I'm going to set my week up with this play. This is going to be my one play that's my saving grace. And I haven't found it. I don't know where it is. I don't know whether it's soccer, whether it's baseball. Uh, it might be the under on the game five between the Dodgers and the Giants. I don't know. But right now I'm not seeing it. So be careful with what you're doing out there. West Coast Capper with the Sportsbook Joker. It's been a good one. We talked a little college football, a little uh, NFL football. We talked about the United States men's national team. They will qualify for the World Cup. Um, they're, 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 they're good at home, and they play some teams that are bad that can't beat them, play, like, like El play, Salvador and Jamaica. Play the young guys. Play the young guys. They play the young guys. They'll be fine. They're not going to do this thing they've done. Yeah, well, they well, that's veterans. what Bradley. That's what Bradley. That's how Bradley messed up being the uh, the national team's men's head coach. Catering, play, catering, play, catering to all those veterans that that just got you know progressively worse every year. It's like, hey, why are we still playing these same guys? Think about if you're the other coach and you're looking, you're like, they still they still got this guy out there. Oh, yeah, then we played run circles him in, around this guy. I think we played against him in 1980. And then you're the you're the other coach you're the other coach and you see the United States bringing in this young kid who's been killing it and scoring goals all over the place Ricardo Pepe and you're like I don't really want to see him he's relentless yeah, Hoppy's you know there's another young guy Hoppy man he's just a nasty dude that goes up in the air and heads heads things in he, he plays with complete abandon and who cares and uh, you know in soccer you need a couple guys like that that's the guys that the United States hasn't had in the past. Would you qualify his abandon as reckless abandon? Sometimes, but you know, you love to see it. Holy smokes, man! You know, like let we need some, we need some guys. Well, holy yeah, smokes! Wanna... You know, all those years of having all these midfielders and nobody attacking the goal with any kind of relentlessness. You know, just and and we finally have some guys that don't care, man. They're up there in the air with you know heading balls in. Like the Europeans, so that's that's why I'm a I'm a uh, a handicapper on a podcast 
but if I was the head coach of the U.S. men's national team, I'd get all my pieces together, and I'd have Christian Pulisic, and I'd say, dude, you're playing on the left wing, and we're going to give you the ball, and you're going to run as fast as you can at the right back over and over and over again. That's what it's Chelsea gonna, does. It's going to be Chelsea nonstop does. pressure on your defense. Your entire game plan is now going to have nothing to do with your offense. It's all going to be about how are we going to stop Christian Pulisic from attacking from the left. And, and then, instead yeah. of instead of just doing whatever the other team is doing, reacting to what how the other team is playing, you are we are playing with an aggressive mindset and saying this is the way the game is going to look, and you guys are going to have to to adjust. Your, your style of play to what we're doing, which is making your right back's life a living hell because we have one of the best players in the world yep. on the left wing attacking you over and over and over again. And then your boy Hoppy and Pepe can just run in there and head shit in when Pulisic crosses it. But I'm not sure Pulisic wants to do that because he wants to try to score. No, he just he, he he thinks that his role for the, you know for the U.S. should be different than it is for Chelsea. But you know those those coaches out there are pretty smart. They keep him out wide where he has a lot of space to play. And I don't think the, the United States men's national team coach, uh, Burkholder, really likes Hoppy anyway. So he, he barely plays him. You know, it's, it's, it's bizarre. I can see that. I mean, and if you put Christian in the midfield, I'm just fouling his ass every time anyway. Yeah, so he's I'm just like, fouling. Well, he's small. He get, he'll be injured in the next 10 minutes of play if he, if he plays in the mid. He should play outside. Like he does yeah, it. You can't foul him. If you foul him on the outside, it's a yellow card every time. And now you have to replace your right back. You have a, you're going to have so a much yellow on your right space. back. Say, say, you're, say the United States play, is playing England in the group phase and, and you're running at Kyle Walker and Kyle Walker has to foul. Now Kyle Walker's playing on a yellow card. Right. It's, 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 and then, you know, who even knows if he's going to be playing anyway? Just to, to, to base everything around him and, couple of other guys is they don't play they're they're always injured right then that well that was that was my interpretation if everything it was all said and done west coast capper menace two picks sportsbook joker we're out see you at the windows and here we go michigan at the 41 what a hit Ball's free on the ground. South Carolina deserves to have it. Cloudy just says, I'll take care of business right here. I'll come off the ball and rock you and get it right back for our offense. Second and 10 for Fields. Fields the throw. Pump fake. Sacks. Fires. Touchdown, Garrett Wilson. Now Burrow going to launch downfield for Chase. Who's got it? Touchdown, LSU. This is Menace to Picks.